Hi guys, welcome to the Gobnoli experience where we talk about issues people would not want to talk about, hidden secrets people will kill to bury, and of course, valuable truths to live a good life. I am your host Gobnoli and today is a good day. So on this episode of the podcast, I am bringing a friend, um, someone I've known for quite a long time now. She's an accountant by profession, she works in one of the big four. She is a student as well in her final years and she is an avid BBN fan and I am giving her the title BBN analyst because I have actually seen the way she analyzes BBN issues, BBN matters and how neutral she has proven herself to be and it's, it's, it's amazing that I can actually see someone that would not pick sides based on uh, a best fan or best player. So guys, just tune in as we explore the interview session with Hey guys, so I have with me here V in the studio and we'll be talking about the team BB Niger Lockdown. So V is an accountant, she's an avid DB Niger fan. She was the one I even inspired this whole episode. So V, say hi to the audience. Hi, um, I'm so glad to be on this platform and thanks to Gobli for <laughs> giving me this privilege to be on this platform. Um, so V, can you tell us a bit about yourself? What do you do? Things that we don't know. Okay. 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 Um. Actually, I'm still a student, and I'm also an accountant by profession. A chartered accountant, actually. So I work with a firm, one of the big four auditing firm known as Deloitte, and I work in the audit section, though like it's a greater section from audit. We call it audit finance. So we handle the finance of the audit units, and I school in Bangkok. Um, in my final year. So that's just it about me for now. So as you all have heard, V is a very big woman. She's a big woman, young uh-huh. and talented. She's an auditor, stroke financer. So she audits the audits, audit team's finance. So she's a big person. <laughs> all right, so let's just go straight down into, into the session for today. So I'll be okay. asking you a couple of questions concerning um, BB Niger because for me personally, I am not a big fan of BB Niger. Sometimes I just log on to my WhatsApp. Everybody's talking about BB Niger. Everything is just annoying me. So, what do you think, um, BB Niger? What do you think inspired this season's BB Niger team? Okay. Um, before I go into any explanation about the show the season and every other thing i'd okay. like to let everybody that is listening know that everything i'm going to be saying on the show today is my own opinion of the show so it's not like mm-hmm. i'm part of the team or the organizer or anything relating to that it's just okay, okay. my own analysis analysis so about the bb ninja you know each season each theme each concept that drives towards the theme for that particular season that is how they're able to differentiate and distinguish each season from each other so this particular season's theme is lockdown 
definitely the first idea that will come to everybody's mind is okay it's because there was a lockdown maybe that was that was why the season is called bb ninja lockdown but let's look beyond that let's look towards the concepts of the show itself what might have led to them picking that thing lockdown no there is an aspect of this show that many of us don't yet understand like why we think the housemates are obsessed about having a sheep but me myself i'm beginning to think otherwise what if they're actually running with the theme of the show as explained to them when i say as explained definitely when they audition and when they are picked for the show they give them a rule book for them to know some behavior that's supposed to display on national tv some words that's supposed to say some prohibited behaviors and actions and words so as explained to them they must have explained it to them how the show is going to be what the theme is for and what they should do to get people to talk about the show. You know, you can't just be in the house and then you don't do anything interesting. There's no drama. There's nothing. The show is all about drama and suspense. So I'm very sure that Biggie knows shipping is a huge part of the show because we have seen from previous seasons, we're always looking for, yeah, a particular person, uh, this and this person, they have some kind of, I don't know, chemistry. Be like, okay, let's ship them. They have some relationship potentials. So definitely... That they must have incorporated that in choosing the theme, and there's this advert that they used to explain this particular lockdown season. The advert has card in its contents. So, what if it's a game of cards scripted around love and its dynamics, where each player brings out his or her cards part time and must stop the chances of another from progressing? Okay, I don't know if I should go into details yet, but let me just chip this in for everybody that has been watching the BB Ninja season five so far. You must have seen that there are a whole lot of triangles, circles, and trapeziums. Like, you'll be wondering that, why? Why is there a whole lot of these? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm beginning to think that that might actually be what drives the show, what drives the concept for picking that thing. Also, the theme of the show must have been interpreted to the housemates. Like I said, when they read the rule book and every other thing before they come in into the house, they must have been explained to what the show is about, the theme, and what they should give to the viewers. So things like that. Like, have you ever thought of, isn't there a reason why the bullets are always wanting to ship, are always acting as if their game haven't begun until they have been paired with another person? There's a certain housemate, and I'm sure everybody that have been watching the show so far must have noticed. Her name is Watoni. And you'd notice that every other time she's always talking about bullets, us the bullets in the, in the house, with the bullets, blah, 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 bullets, this, bullets, that. She's always talking about relationship, people that like each other. Everything revolves around, like, all her content still, okay, up until Friday, let me say that, is always revolving about around Terry, around bullets and relationship-wise. So, most of them feels like their game haven't actually begun until they have been paired with someone. I've seen Watoni talking about last card and stuff like that. So, I don't know, it might be a game of cards. And, you know, in a game of cards, you have to, like, predict the next person's move and bring out a card that beats them to the game. I don't know if I'm making yeah, sense. Yeah, All right. yeah. Like, do, do you, You're making sense. You understand making that, sense. right? Also, yes, I do. So I just feel it might be a game of cards because even in the adverts here, there's the one of be seen, be heard, expose the players, 
and stuff that revolves around that. So I guess the this the concept of the theme is game of love that revolves around this dynamics. So I can't say for a fact if that is what the theme is about, but mm-hmm. I that is just my opinion of the show so far. So that's it. So thank you very much for the lengthy introduction. I've actually grabbed a lot of things that I've never heard anyone say or talk about on Twitter concerning the show because, you know, I don't watch the show. I only um, listen to, or should I say, um, pick up updates from people that watch the show. So you talked about um, triangles, circles, trapeziums, squares, rectangles, <laughs> and other shapes. <laughs> so since the beginning of the show up to this moment, there's been a major triangle. Yeah more than one should i say the most popular yeah track? you can go ahead so the most popular who is okay it's about it's about erica lacon and kid okay. wire so for me I, I think from the first week there's been some sort of entanglement between this trial so in the basis of um key um lacon liking erica and then erica saying is it america told lacon that um is it she likes him intellectually okay, or okay, okay, okay. how did she say that mental attraction and physical attraction yeah mental yeah exactly that's the word mental attraction so what do you think it, what do you think is lecon's problem and do you think kidwaya is um is standing in between lecon and erica or do you think erica picked L- kidwaya because of some reasons. So, what what do you think is is their problem, and where do you think they're going okay. to stand? Okay, like I explained earlier, you know, a whole lot of people, a whole like some housemates, feels that when they have not been paired with someone, their game has not actually begun. You get so, like oh, okay. the first day, second day, Erica was moving towards Eric. Like I saw some sparks between Erica and Eric, but. Lilo took over. Okay. So that was that. Then the next one was Erica crying that she doesn't have friends in the house. Nobody cares about her. And then Kid consoling her. So that, that was how Kid got to notice her actually. And as at that okay. time, Lekon was not even in the picture. Because the first day, the second day, Nobody, nobody gave Leko an audience. They were looking down on him like it's, it's, it's like some kind of outcast. So Leko was not in the picture then. So like after the time, so Leko and Erica decided talking. You no, know, Erica likes Leko based on his intellectual potentials. Like he has, he talks so intelligently, and as when he talks, you you really get interested for someone that has. I don't know what they call it. Is it initiative to learn or something? I'm sorry, I don't know the word. Like you are, you are willing to learn. Oh, okay. So Erica kind of like okay. the conversations they have. You know, they kind of relate on a mental level, and that was just it for her. She particularly stated it that Lekon is her friend, and then she's attracted to Kidwire in a physical way. Like every other thing she's looking for in a man is in Kidwire. The physical aspects. Okay. The okay. Okay. She, and the money aspects too. I don't too. know. I can't <laughs> say. I can't say if she actually likes him for the money. But definitely, nobody will, will, okay. will okay. see a guy that his father is a billionaire and he's also well to do himself. Then you pick with, like, you have to stick with someone that 
as an upcoming artist is actually struggling and needs the platform. <laughs> I won't say struggling actually. Don't let me put that uh, word. But then okay, okay, okay. don't let don't let <laughs> we'll do that actually. But I don't know. Okay, no lady in a re- reasonable sense would do that. Yeah, you know, like wow, wow, wow. Okay, let's okay. go on. Continue, okay, continue. Okay, but I don't know why Lekon feels um maybe Kidwaya is the triangle. Lekon himself is actually the triangle for me. Cause Erica made it clear to him that. She's not attracted to him in any way, except from on a mental level. She enjoys their conversation, the way they talk about several things. Okay. Erica and Key don't have such discussions. They don't have such deep discussions. That discussion, I don't, I don't even think they have any deep discussions at all. Because <laughs> seriously, because things they do like almost all the time is just PDA. That's just it. Almost all the time, it's just PDA. It's just uh-uh. PDA. So I don't think they've actually sat down to like have that kind of discussion that Leko and Erica usually have. So I guess maybe okay. that was where Leko miscalculated that maybe Erica has some feelings for him or something. For for him. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. So where do they stand now? Is Erica um fully with Kidwire, and where is Leko in the picture? Has Lekon left Erica for Kidwaya or is he still on a case? Wow. Well, 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 according to Erica and Kidwaya themselves, they are, they've actually not defined their relationship if they're actually together or not. Because the, ah, the friends with benefits. Exactly, that's the word. Because the last time Ebuka. Okay, okay, okay sorry. We haven't touched the Ebuka part, but let me just run through that. Ebuka is the host of the show. Mm-hmm. So. Ebuka is this kind of person that like asks the housemates, like just like get the housemate to talk, to let some secrets out to the public. She gets some things that we might not really see on the screen. He asks the housemates about it and they tell okay. us about it. So it's just like an host of the show. Also, oh, okay, so, okay, okay. Um, what was I? So the last time Ebuka asked Erica that is Erica trying to eat a cake and have it, she explained that Lekon is her friend and Kid is a special friend. So when they say special friend, that means I can't special friend. I can't establish the word dating for them or fully together. Erica herself said Kid Wire is a special okay. friend. So you know it's I don't now know in the context what she means by special friend. By special so, friend. I can't really say. Okay. But for okay, Lekon, okay. well, I don't know. He's actually struggling to move on. The fact being that they're actually in the same house and he has to see Kidwaya and Erica together every single day. And I don't know what he's actually going through. I can't even imagine, but he's not completely okay. off her case because He's been talking with almost all, all the housemates about it, and it's starting to seem like an obsession. And I don't know. I just really hope the guy just move on from this and just like go on. I I hope yeah. so. Too. I hope so too. I hope so. So let's let's leave um Lekon, um Kidwaya and Erica alone for some okay. moment. So let's 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 move to Brighto. Oh. Is it Bright O or Bright O? Which one? Okay, we can call him Bright O, actually. So, I guess we should go with Bright O. Okay, Bright yeah. O. Okay, so, for Bright O, he has also caught my attention. Mm. 
the fact that people are always talking about him causing troubles in the house, he's telling somebody something that somebody did not say, and then um setting people up to love themselves and even his current, I don't know what what's what what is he doing with Dorothy? I've been seeing him and Dorothy trend for some reasons. <laughs> Dorothy the the big um everyone knows Dorothy as the as the distant. So what is the relationship? How is Brighto unique in the house and what is his relationship with Dorothy? Because I saw on Instagram, I saw a video, was it yesterday or the day before? I saw Dorothy and Brighto together in a room. Probably Dorothy was trying to um, put him to bed. I don't, I don't even understand. So what do you think is, there, is, is between Dorothy and Brighto and how do you think Brighto is unique in the house? Okay, um, let me start by saying Brighto came as a shock to every other person. As in, Brighto came as a shock to every one of us because we didn't expect it. Week one, week two, Brighto was just there. And then, like, after week two, like, after the life eviction show, then we just saw Brighto in all triangles. Like, it was in the middle of all triangles and trapeziums and circles. It was in the middle of not everything. Like it was, not like he's actually in the triangle. Yeah, but then he... He instigates people to form triangles. <laughs> Like, like, actually, we all thought Brito was just then, like, the guy is boring and stuff. But Brito, all of a sudden, just started giving advices to people. Lekon, Lekon was in, Lekon was a triangle in Kid Wire and Erica's love story. Then he told Lekon that Erica yeah. has feelings for him, that she put pressure, she should apply pressure. <laughs> apply pressure. I mean, like, oh boy. And also, Watoni is a triangle. In the same Erica and Kidwire love story. Because Watoni felt, okay. okay, Erica snatched Kid out of her hands. She and Kid were vibing, like, the first, okay. second day until okay. Okay. Kid and Erica happened. So she felt, okay, Erica is, like, the villain in that love story. That if not for Erica, she would have had something to, like, she would have, have something going on with Kid. So, Bretto instigated okay. Watoni also that Kid likes her. Ah. Also... There is this triangle. Well, I won't say it's actually a triangle. I, I, it's a triangle, but it's 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 died down peacefully. Ozo, Nengi, and Prince. Prince likes Nengi. Ozo likes Nengi. And then, Brito still told Prince that Nengi likes him. The guy is like <laughs> everywhere. Is in like every triangle. And people that take his advice. I don't know. Ships and moving ships <laughs> tends to fall apart. Oh, because if oh. Brito had not instigated Lekon, Lekon wouldn't have his widest dream thought, okay, maybe Erica actually have such feelings for him. Fine, he's aware of the mental oh, attraction he... thing. But yeah, yeah. the emotional stuff and every other thing, he wouldn't have thought that Erica did. But Brito made it clear to him and the fact that people tend to trust this guy and open up to him, I don't know how he do that. <laughs> like, he has this very gentle look. And I, I want to ask, ask a quick question. Is he a pastor? Or was he a pastor? Okay, I don't understand because I saw... Okay, okay. Before, before the show or is he doing the show? No, no. Like the first day in the house, 
and then we saw posts yes. on Twitter. It was actually a Photoshop, actually. Um, oh, yeah, okay, but okay. I don't know who pulled that okay. stunt because that stunt was it was incredible. Because like mad. the name Brightwell <laughs> circulated, everybody were really interested that did they actually bring pastor to the house? You know, those kind of into, things. Into the house. Yeah, everybody yeah. was inquisitive that is this guy really a pastor? Like we had to like want to know who this bright old person is. So I don't know if it's his management that pulled that stunt. I don't know, maybe it's a random person online that did that, but there have been a whole lot of pastor bands. And I don't know, it gave Bright O some kind of publicity. Popularity, yeah, yeah, yeah. So moving on to Bright O and Dirty Aspects. Well, yes. I don't know. Okay, let me just say, I can't say if it's actually a potential ship, but it's obvious one of them has feeling for each other. I don't know if it is Brighto that has the feeling or if it's Dorothy that has the feeling because Dorothy has been saying, yeah, okay, no, she doesn't want to do relationship stuff in the house, blah, blah, blah. She's not desperate to get into relationships in the house. She's not desperate to ship with anybody. But I don't know because Brighto himself is like the cruise master. Now, Watoni is getting involved in the triangle yet again. Another triangle altogether. Yeah. Okay. That is why, I don't know, it keeps reaffirming my analysis that the, the, like, the team and the concept for this season might be a game of love and around its dynamics. Because what Tony felt, or maybe she feels, a game hasn't begun because she has not been paired with anybody. We've seen oh, what Tony okay. involved. Like, what Tony talks about bulls, spec, men... Every time there was this time, she was in another triangle too. She was in this Prince Nengi Tolani badge triangle. Like, what okay. I don't know, I don't know how Watoni do that. Seriously, she's like in every triangle. Yeah, she's I think probably she's desperate. I don't know. Or does she does she looks desperate? I, I, I think she is because in one of her diary sessions. She said she promised her dad a grandchild from BBN. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I don't understand. What was that supposed to mean? I see you. She said it. Like, I heard it actually. Ah, so she wants to get pregnant in the BBN now. I, I don't know how, how, how that wants to work for her. I really can't say. But oh. I just feel she's desperate somehow. What what only is really, really interesting. She's really so I on to the next okay. question. You want to say something? Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. What Tony... I, I can't say she's desperate. I just feel it's the game. So, maybe all that was to, like, get some okay. attention, some together trending. Um, you know, everything you say in that house, people pick on them. And they use you to trend. Yeah. So I I don't know yeah, if she's yeah, actually yeah, desperate, yeah. if she was actually serious about this. Because you can't tell me you want to have a baby with somebody you know in less than you met in the house. I don't know, less than like this is like the fifth week in less than five weeks. So that that'd be crazy. But anyway, I don't know. All right, all right. Thank you for, for throwing the light into Brito's. Brighto, aka Lord Balish. Is it Lord Lord yeah. Balish? Because I also don't watch I also don't watch 
I, I did not see the Game of Thrones. So, is it Lord Baelish or Lord Baelish? It's Lord Baelish because it's a B-A-E. Okay, Lord Baelish. So, um, prior to the recording of this podcast, okay. you said you told me the show might not be live because you sensed um, some foul play from the camera crew or organizers, especially one guy named Coyote, because the guy is always <laughs> always every single week. He must train like two to three times. And then his connection with, um, what's his name? With Lacon. How, how is, how, I don't know, maybe he got directed from the organizers to always portray Lacon in some kind of light. Anytime Lacon is down, he's always putting um, the spotlight on him and also. Do you think the BBN um, organizers are trying to manipulate how we, I mean, how we, how we see things or how we perceive things that happen in the house? Okay, um, number one, like I said earlier, or like I stated earlier, everything I'm saying on this show, I'm not saying with certainty or anything. It's just yeah, <laughs> yeah, opinion yeah. or analysis. So, about the camera crew and the organizers and not being live, um, I've noticed something a couple of times, actually. And also, uh-huh. like the first, second week, the, there's this housemate, he's, he's been evicted now. His name is Eric. He was saying something about the rule book and them letting them know that the show will be 30 minutes late. But okay. it was quickly okay. cut off. Like, they quickly moved the camera. But I picked that. Also, first week, right, second right. week, whenever they want to do tags or whenever they want to have a presentation mm-hmm. or whenever it's time for the Saturday party or whenever it's time for a live eviction show, they don't tell them you have one hour, you have 30 minutes. Because if they did, we would be counting. And if the show was indeed 30 minutes late, we would notice you get... So after Eric said that, and then after their wager presentation the following week, Biggie cautioned them that some people have been talking too much in the house. They're talking about their audition processes. They're talking about their chaperones and stuff like that. So after that week, I noticed that whenever they're having a presentation, a tax, Saturday parties or life eviction show, they give them time. And truly, truly, that time corresponds with our time. And also, like the first, second week, they will show people in the garden. And then in like five minutes, when they show them again, they are deep asleep. Like, how you tell me somebody moved from the garden and in five minutes time, the, the person is already deep. Like, when the person is sleeping, <laughs> deep asleep. I don't know, like, is that how people fall asleep so fast? And you, do, you see them snoring. So, I don't know, I can't say, but... I've actually noticed a couple of times, but I think they've actually improved with that. Maybe they feel we have been catching up on their scope. But from third week, they've been letting us know, okay, they have one hour to tax presentation. They have 30 minutes to tax presentation. They have blah, blah, blah to this particular thing. Also about the camera crew. Definitely, the camera crew is pushing some narrative. They want you to perceive okay. some housemates in a particular light and perceive others in this particular okay. light because that is where they get the money from. That's the drama. That's the suspense. 
And the the one of Blakon, I don't know. I can't say if they have any ulterior motive for whatever they are doing. For him. I don't know if there's uh, yeah. a different way to what we are seeing. But there was this time, okay, I think it was two parties ago. Was it the last Saturday party? Erica was highly drunk and Lekon made a statement that was defamatory in nature towards Kidwire. And the handler of the BBM page okay. and also their African Magic website handler wrote something to actually defame Kidwire. So, why would you do that? This is a page that is supposed to post about 20 housemates, now 15. And you are telling us that so they should be neutral, exactly. right? The apology that they think they made, which is not even an apology, they were like, oops, that was whatever, that we got carried away by emotions. I'm like, emotions are driving you people to tend to take side. That means you're actually supporting what Lekon said over Kidwire. And you're meant to be neutral. So I don't know. Also, whenever Lekon is saying something that tends to change the narrative about Erica breaking his heart. They just move the camera. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I definitely they want us to like perceive that okay, Erica broke Lekon's heart. And yeah, Erica is like, I don't I don't I, I don't want to say the, that telling us that Erica is like a bad person or something, but definitely the camera crew is that's that's what is yeah they are pushing narrative because they are not even showing us all the angles in the house at once. So definitely, they are pushing some narrative. They want us to perceive some housemates sorry, in a particular way or in a particular light because they're not showing us all the angles of the house at once. There was a time that a particular confrontation was going on between Nenge and Lucy. And we were being showed the diary session, which means that they don't want us to see that confrontation. Oh, yeah. Or, or maybe we would have about? perceived, okay, maybe Nengi is this kind of person or maybe Lucy is this kind of person. They showed us a different thing yes, instead. So, yes, definitely yes. the camera crew are pushing some narrative. They want us to perceive some housemates in a particular way or in a particular light because they're not showing all the angles of the house at once. So, it's only what they want us to see that they will show us. So, we don't know what is happening 100%. So, definitely they are pushing some narrative. That's what I can see. Oh okay. So apart from apart from the the organizers pushing out narratives, I also heard there's premium content somewhere. Yeah. Please premium content. Okay, um it's called Showmax. Showmax. Yeah. You okay. know, Showmax is more like Netflix. It's like an internet yes, yes. based kind of thing. Yeah. So the concept of the Showmax is that um it's not available to everybody. That's why it's called premium. So people on DSTV. Okay. Do you like do you like pay to stream Showmax? Yeah, it's internet based, just like Netflix. You have to stream it. Okay, okay, okay. Do you need me to explain more on what is about? Or... No, okay. no, no, no. But what kind of content do you do people see on Showmax? Okay, the only difference is that on Showmax they don't go on adverts, and on. <laughs> The decoder itself, they go on adverts. That's just it. So, those minutes they are on adverts. There are some things that are happening that we are not mm-hmm. aware of. 
that's just it that's why those people okay. get tend to have that premium content okay and there are some so i, I was actually okay, okay go on go on and there are some times too there are some angles they don't show on the normal decoder and they show it on show marks so i don't i don't really know how it works but definitely so are, are those are those angles are they x-rated content well, I can't say because I've actually shown some extra content on the normal decoder. So I don't know for okay, okay. 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 So thank you for throwing light into that. You're welcome. So I I want to because I want to ask you because for me particularly, you know me, I am very financially inclined. Mm-hmm. And then I I pick figures a yeah. lot. So there's a 25 million euro difference between last year's price and this year's mm-hmm. price. And then according to last year, Bibi Niger made um billion over a billion euro in revenue mm-hmm. show. In revenue from the show. So do you think the price um the price for last year was fair? The price being 60 million out of over one billion they made in voting alone. I think was it voting yeah. alone? From votes alone, they made over one billion naira, and then this year they increased the margin by twenty-five million naira. Mm-hmm. So this year's price is now eighty-five million naira. Mm-hmm. So do you think um, the price is fair for the winners who actually come to show what, what they do, their lives, and all on on national TV? Okay. And how credible? Let me let me just add this one. How credible is the whole voting process? How credible it is, is it? Okay. So, as an accountant and a finance person, I can tell you the grand prize of last year is fair compared to the revenue made on the show last year. You know, you always have okay. your budgets and the actual. And if they budgeted 60 million as the grand prize, okay, let me, let me not say they budgeted 60 million as the grand prize. Definitely, they've told them that, okay, the winner of this show is getting 60 million. It's not even a budget now. That is the prize. Okay, that's the prize. What okay. I feel is it depends on the sponsors, you know. If people, maybe if I have like five sponsors for this show and everybody in aggregates, maybe it's 60 million. That is it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll know that. Okay, my sponsors are sponsoring this show and they're giving the winner 60 million. That is it. So, we have never okay. considered the okay. cost they are incurring on the show. They have to set up the, you get, the, the running costs, they feed them, okay, they do all of okay. they give them clothing and stuff and like that. So, definitely, they must have had their budgets. Okay, this is the costs. And okay, this is the amount my sponsors are giving me for this show. And this is the price the winner is getting so what is my profit and what profit is going to the sponsors that's number one and then number two you know you now have the actual that is where the revenue now comes in you know they can't tell how like how much you are going exactly, to make because they, they, they can't the tell the, yeah okay like the volume of people that watch the show and the volume of people that vote most people actually watch without voting so it's not a basis like you can it's there's not like a basis for calculating the volume of viewers to volume of voters okay, okay. so 
I can't say if it is fair or not, but now let me come to this particular season. There's a margin of 25M, additional 25M. What I feel is that maybe you've gotten more sponsors for the show. And also, yeah, I, I really need to let this, like, I really need to, like, add this. This particular season, they're making mad money. Because the normal eviction process earlier, this is how it works. On every Mondays after their diary sections, the housemates will be asked to nominate their least favorite housemates on Mondays. So the housemates okay. or housemates that get the highest nominations will be up for eviction. And then their friends are then asked to vote for who they want to remain in the house. Like maybe like four housemates are nominated. And then fans yeah. vote for those four. Eventually, two or one may be evicted. Okay. But this season, it's a whole different ball game. So, Evuka explained the first live eviction show that this, like the structure for eviction, is after Mondays where they did where they usually do the HOH games. That's the head of house games. Apart from the yeah. head of house and the deputy head of house, every other housemate is up for eviction. It's up for eviction. Just imagine if My. they have 20 housemates My. and then two are the HOH and deputy HOH. That means they're making money from 18 housemates. 18, 18 housemates, yeah. And fans have to yeah. vote aggressively. For these I'm telling you, yeah. aggressively, yeah. so that their favorite do not fall in the list for. Because if okay. your so, favorite so... fall in the list for, you don't know what their fate is. Because their fate is in the hand of the housemates now. Let, let, let me just clear that. So, the list for okay. All the other housemates will be called into the diary room to vote for their list two. To vote their list two for their out. List two. Like their least favorite housemates okay. to vote them out. So... Fans have to vote aggressively so that their faith do not fall in the list four. Because if your faith falls in the list four, now it's out of your hands. It's in the hands of the housemates. It's in the hands of the housemates. So, they're making money. Imagine them making money from 18 housemates. Well, now 15. And apart from Deputy HOH and HOH, 13 other housemates out for eviction this week. And just imagine... What happened last week? What happened last week? Kaisha had the highest out of the list for votes and she was still evicted. So it's not a matter of now it's, it has left the hands of fans. It's now in the hands of housemates. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I feel the increase as a factor on the eviction process because if they have to increase, they have to make more money than they did last season. Last year. Last so year. also right. about thank you very much I'm for not sure. okay okay go on <laughs> the credibility <laughs> come back yeah welcome back so why not continue from the credibility aspect um the voting process and its credibility okay um the voting process is a tiered voting you can vote through SMS through your Go TV or DSTV app or through the African Magic website. So, okay. for the SMS, is received by Betway, and Deloitte audits 
the number of votes received. So Betway receives the votes and they present it to Deloitte and Deloitte audits it to know the credibility of the votes actually okay. received by Betway. So that okay. is how it works. So um, when you vote on DSCB, do you pay to vote? It actually depends on your package, on the package you are on. You know, the Go TV Jollof, Go TV Max, and yeah. so on. Uh, and you have yeah. DSTV Explorer and stuff. I don't work there, so I can't really tell you what their packages are. <laughs> okay. So your package determines the, the, the number, number of votes, votes you, have you are entitled to per week. So yeah. basically, they make money mostly from SMS votes because you can vote unlimited time on SMS. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you for putting shedding light into this um question. So um we have spent a lot of time and I want to ask you one final question before we go into the quick Q and A fact session. Okay. So would you ever consider being a BBN housemate in the future? Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the platform itself, like you get to be on national TV, is not how I put it, it's not a joke, it's actually a big deal. Do you know numbers of people that actually audition for this show? I think I'm talking thousands of people from okay, I think they have like three major places they do the audition, and um, they do in Lagos, they do in Abuja, and they do in Port Harcourt. I'm talking okay. thousands of people come for this audition. And at the end of the day, they get to pick like maybe 20 or 21 people. Just imagine. So being on the show is not a joke. The platform itself is a big deal. So, of course, I'd like to, you know. All right. I'm actually thinking of uh, maybe a vlogger or something, YouTuber, stuff like that. So. I, I could so that you can actually, actually gain yeah gain traction on yeah. your own personal yeah 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 I understand that that is what like almost everybody are there for they're there for the platform to actually push themselves to the members of the public all the yeah, asked me nobody yeah. like nobody knew them until BBN yeah yeah and yeah, even yeah. people that were evicted already you got the earlier platform into the show yeah yeah the catching now. Katrina is pushing her business so well. Lilo, she has this Lilo's closet and her business is doing fine. Um, Eric, well, he said he's going to go more into fitness. Um, also, Tochi, Tochi said he's going to go into acting because there was this widget presentation they did and he really showed his acting skills. I'm very sure he, I, I don't think he knew he had that in him, but because they had to do a presentation and they had to put in more effort to win oh, okay. that widget. Okay. And like that, some Nollywood, I don't know, writers and stuff, they might want to call him for their, I don't know what they call it, is it their projects? So stuff yeah, like that, yeah, you get to yeah. push yourself to the members of the public to gain publicity. So it's actually a good platform. Okay, okay, okay. So we are going quickly into the Q&A fact session. Okay. So I'll be asking questions and you'll be mentioning the names of the housemates you think fit into these categories. Okay. So, brace up. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So, the first one, who is your favorite housemate? 
Okay. Um, when this season started and I sat down and I was like, okay, if I'm to give people updates on my WhatsApp status and for me to, I don't know, okay, in audit, we have this thing we call independence, you know, independence of mind and independence of appearance. So yeah. if I have to like appear in those people's mind, like someone that is actually independent and I don't like, so my, my wordings or sentences or the way I structure my write-ups won't look like I'm trying to favorite someone over yeah. another, like yeah. some kind of favoritism. So I decided not to like have any favorite housemates. I like everybody equally. That's just it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that. So who is the best cook in the house? Hmm, best cook. Well, it used to be Katrina. Katrina used to cook for everybody. But now, I don't know. Lucy is good. Planning Bad is good. Dorothy is good. Nengi is good. Bright Hole. Bright late night cook. cookies. Yeah. Late, late, late night. night. If Bright Hole is turning Selmo for you, yeah, you'll be marveled. Like, <laughs> he cooks. Uh, so Brito can cook like the housemates particularly brings their plates for pound of potato and semo for bright when Brito cooks on bono and all these draw soup yeah the housemates really enjoys it so I guess Brito too is good Lucy's good yeah majority of them actually so I can't say who is a good cook it used to be Katrina because she cooks for like all of them oh okay 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 so who would you tag as the evil housemate <laughs> well, just say well, your mind. Well, okay, I, I can't call anybody evil because, like I stated, I don't have anybody. I yeah, but then anybody we, I like to portray that that evil, that wicked, that wicked stuff. Who has been portrayed in the house? Hmm. Say I your don't mind. Say v. I don't want to say V because the way she has been acting lately. And particularly the statement she made on Friday. How will you say that you make your food extra spicy so that people with ulcer in that house will not be able to eat out of it? No, that is evil. Because Erica has ulcer. And, and who is the person Erica with ulcer in the house? Ulcer. So because Lekon has an issue with Erica. Imagine. And Gina said you have learned a trick that you make your food extra spicy so that... Erica won't be able to eat out of it. She's saying that is minus two. Like, minus two people will not be able to eat out of our food. That is Erica and Dorothy. That is just evil. It's just pure evil. Okay, let's say Erica didn't know the food is spicy or something, and then she just maybe took out of it, and then she had complications or something. It's actually, I don't know, it's, it's not a good behavior at all. What she has been exhibiting lately, it's not a good behavior. For me, Lucy, people have been tagging Lucy as an evil person. Personally, I just feel Lucy is greatly misunderstood because Lucy is actually a good person to me. It's just her tone and the way she relates with other housemates. She like um, she fights with all of them, and on tribal matters, things that you ordinarily mm-hmm. supposed to that's not supposed to call for any issues or anything, but she just take it up and blow things out of proportion. 
Yeah. For me, I don't think if we, uh, sorry, I don't think Lucy is a bad person or anything. I just feel she's greatly misunderstood. But V, that statement, no, that statement is extremely evil. Okay. Yeah. So for you, it is V because yeah, of exactly. I've been acting lately. So, on to the next one. Who is the most beautiful or most handsome housemate? Okay. You know, when we say, most beautiful, most handsome. Everybody have their spec, and everybody have people they, they feel are beautiful. So for me, okay. most beautiful is actually Erica. Uh-uh. Yeah, seriously. There have actually been a debate right, online, right. like every time Nengi stand, Erica stand, they're always like, okay, they're, I don't know, rivals and stuff. But Personally, for me, I just feel Nengi has the skin color. It's just the skin it color. It's because she's white. Like, okay, she's mixed, so she's not really white like that. So we would tend to think maybe she's the most beautiful. But for me, I feel it's Erica. It's it's not a hate or Nengi or anything more. It's just Erica for me. Also, the most handsome. For me, I feel it's new. Mm. Ozo is light skin. Ozo is cute. That's just it. For for me, most handsome is new. That's just it. Okay, okay. So to the next one, who eats the most? Oh. <laughs> okay. I know it was Eric. Yeah, there used to be a foodie. For yeah, right it was Eric. Now, hmm. I think Ozo and Nengi. I think because yeah, like every other time they're in the kitchen, every other time they're at the dining, every other time they're eating something. So I feel it's also and, uh, you know they need they need a lot of energy for their ship to work. So. <laughs> yeah. That's why Nengistan are coming for you. <laughs> I say nothing. All right, all right. So it's an award for someone who talks too much. Who would that be? Or should I say, who, who would the winner be? Oh! See, eh, this one, there's no, like, I don't know. It's not like it's supposed to even be a competition. They should just pick that person, single one, and say, take, this is your award. It is going to kneel. Just that I talked too much. Damn! Uh-uh. There, was, there was one particular diary session he had of lately. I think it was last week, because Biggie, Biggie was not around this week. Okay, he was on vacation. I believe he's on vacation because he's not back yet. So, this this dude diary session was close like for three minutes. Uh-uh. He kept talking and it was more like lamentations. He kept lamenting <laughs> and Biggie had to call him to order and be like, brevity, please. Neo, brevity. He talks too much for a guy. No, it's not even a competition. It's just single identity and give him the <laughs> So, it's Neo. Neo the talk as he talks too much. So who who looks the happiest and who looks the saddest? <sighs> happiest, Erica. She's always smart. Even when she's down, she's sad. She's always smiling. Also, I think I'd like to include Dorothy. I mean, okay. Dorothy has vibes. When I'm talking vibes. Yeah, like I myself enjoys a diary session. Biggie himself enjoys a diary session. I could tell. So, it's 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 between Erica and Dorothy. Erica smiles like in all situations. She smiles, so I feel 
she's she kind of falls into that part, category. Also, Dorothy, she has vibes like you can't be around her and you'll be sad. She has all right, all right. Also, who looks the saddest? Yes, Lucille. <laughs> she feels she's, she's all... an outcast in that house. She feels every other person are ganging up on her and stuffs and. Actually, Kaisha also falls in that category. Okay. She's evicted now. Kaisha, there was, there was one of her diary sessions. She called the housemate fake. That uh-huh. and they smile to her face and they do this at her back and stuff like that. So I guess Lucy and Kaisha. Well, Kaisha is not in the game anymore. So Lucy. Bless you. Or, okay. to, to the next question. Who is the most talented housemate? Okay. Talented. Nekon. Nekon has talent, you know. Okay, He's talent. intellectual. He sings. He engages in debates. Most of their wager presentation that involves maybe they have to write something, they have to plan a play, they have to do some poetry, a debate, talks revolving around that. He actually yeah. delivers. Oh, oh, that's 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 wonderful. So also, next... also, also, okay. Also, also is also intelligent. So, I can't say one person. I just feel they also fall in that category. Also, and Lekon. Okay, okay. So, who is the wisest? Oh. <laughs> always I making sense. You... Always, always doing okay. stuff. Uh, uh, that, that makes you wonder, ah, this guy has brain, or this lady has brain. Uh-uh, this guy isn't, is he, is he, okay, do you say he has to do with talent, or, or can I separate it from being talented? Who is the wisest? Who understands okay. issues? Who can calm people down? Who understands um, how things goes in the house, and who, who coordinates, who, who knows how to table issues? Who, so who is, who is, who is wise? Who is the wisest? For me, I'll say Prince. Prince. The guy as well, like, okay, there was this guy who was a deputy to Lucy. And Lucy, Lucy, I don't know. I don't particularly know what triggers some reactions in her because that thing she shouldn't blow out of proportion, but she just takes End it. up doing it. She just, she just go from zero to 100. I'm like... <sighs> Why it shouldn't be that serious? So Prince for me, I feel is the wisest because he has not actually been involved in any drama that I feel should be something like that will cause for people to start trending about that kind of thing. The guy is calm and he knows how to carry people along, especially the way he deals with Lucy. For someone that simple things, little things triggered stops in her. But let know how to call people together, how to get them to work. Also, also, but I won't particularly say also is wisest because also sometimes tend to pick sides when Nengi is involved. So okay. that kind of thing, you know, when your favorite person is involved, and then that tends to like cloud your judgment. Okay, so also, if it's, if it's every, yeah, if it's any other person, if it's any other person that is not involving Nengi or maybe Dorothy, it tends to like be neutral and then tell them okay this is it okay, like, okay. call it spade a spade okay. but 
I, for me, I feel it's Prince. He has not actually been involved in any altercation, confrontation that is that big deal. Because there was this one time, also lost his temper at Prince. And the way Prince handled the situation, we know is actually a very wise person. Because if it is any other guy, the way also lost his temper just because he went to the bathroom to pee and he didn't ask for permission because every other person asked for permission before going. And because you are the head of house, you have to like, how do I put it, coordinate the wager you guys are having the next day. Then you just, I was shocked myself. I even thought it was part of the presentation, maybe part of the play. Until we now realize that, like it just, like it just went from, like it went from zero to hundred. They went from hundred to zero back. Everybody was shocked. So I feel also to have some, Side to him that we don't know yet, but so far, Prince has exhibited that wise, yeah, thing. character. Yeah, I think it's the best fit for that category. So, so the, to the next question, who is the okay. most cunning housemate? Oh, now it's simple. New, new, <laughs> why new? His two face is an hypocrite. Jeez. Uh, it's so corny. Okay. Also, I won't say Brighto is corny, but Brighto is corny because the way he gets them to tell him stops <laughs> is more that like guy. manipulation. <laughs> that guy. And then the way he, he um he actually pushes people to do things. Yeah, you get it's not yeah. like they have some kind of it's not like you use some magic or stops on them, they just do it and I'm like this guy. <laughs> this guy. So, I, I think, I, I won't particularly say Brighto is corny. I won't use the word corny for him. I just feel he's kind of um, a subtle manipulator. So, I won't, I won't use the full manipulator, just a subtle manipulator. Okay. But Neo is corny. Okay. He's okay. two-faced okay. and a hypocrite. Okay. So, does anyone snore in the house? <laughs> Like, why are you laughing? I was like, like, so I'm not saying, so I'm not saying that one of them snores because there are times that we don't hear people snoring, we don't even know who is snoring, <laughs> snoring competition. Of lately, they were showing Lucy and Prince when they were sleeping, and also Prince was on the bed, and then we were just hearing different kind of snores. We don't know who is actually snoring. The so, the so people snoring, yeah. it was even a snoring competition. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people snoring. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. So we we who is the best dressed male female? Okay, I I maybe people might start thinking I have a special reservation for Neo or something, but it's it's the fact. Yeah, pe- Neo is the best dressed male. Yeah, people actually talk about it on Twitter too. So so it's the best dressed male because I know I've been mentioning Neo like Neo like Neo like almost everything. So they shouldn't think I have some kind of reservations for Neo. No, Neo no, is actually no, the best no. dressed male. Then. When it comes to the best dressed female, hmm. actually between Erica and Dirty. When I mean Dirty, now let me explain. Dirty wig, wig game, like the wig she used on her outfit, are uh, actually like it blends so well. Like people have to start asking that who is our wig plug? Even Kaisha now evicted. Yeah. Ask that who is Dorothy's vlog? Like everybody loves the way she combines her wig with the outfit. Also, Erica, the way she picks her outfit is actually nice. You know, there's this like she 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 picks it mostly for that occasion. Okay. 
Maybe when they're having a particular thing, she picks the outfit that is the fixing for that, for that thing. particular thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I feel she's best dressed. So, who is the worst dressed male and female in the house? Okay, let me first start with the worst dressed female. For me, I feel it's B. Because I've seen B pictures online and she's big. But in the house, she'll just tie one scarf on her head. She'll just wear one, uh, maybe like a singlet or something. And then she just, she just dressed sharply compared to what we see online. What she, what she wears before she got into the house. So like what she wears, like the way she dresses before she entered the house. Yeah. And now what she's looking like in the house is it's just so saddening. I'm like, maybe that is why she gets all the dresses most Saturday parties. Because Saturday parties, they don't give her nice dresses because she does not dress nice anyway. So if you don't dress nice, me as a fashion designer, I won't be impressed to give you a fine clothes because you might not be able to rock that dress. Okay, okay. So for me, I feel V is like the worst dress female. Okay. She does wear one. Okay, well, yesterday she dressed really nice because it was the Saturday party. party. Right. So, when it... Mm, <laughs> was dressed meal? Uh-huh. Well, Ozo. <laughs> Ozo and his art. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. Why will you be wearing all this? Uh, well, maybe I guess is kind of a thing for him, for him to distinguish himself from other houses. Yeah, nah. They are calling it the Ozo combo. You wear short and not this uh, palm wine face cap. Like, dude, what's that? <laughs> Are you 70 plus? Then you now wear the short. The short is looking more like bomb short. <laughs> like that. But, there was a day like that. They were doing a presentation. He was the same bomb shorts to the presentation. I think it was a photo shoot or something. He was wearing the same bomb shorts. Like, I was like, is this guy all right? <laughs> Like, why would you even wear this thing to the photo? Okay, they were doing Guinness smooth photo shoots. Okay, yeah, I remember. Okay. For me, the guy is just home. Why would you be wearing stuff like that? All right, all right. So, to the next question. Who do you think is the housemate's favorite housemate? Oh, yeah. Everybody likes Ozo. Everybody likes who? Ozo. Okay, okay. Because from his HOH week, everybody have been saying good things about Ozo. Even down to subsequent HOH, that's he saying Ozo is the best HOH. So for me, I feel everybody likes Ozo. Okay. So who is the most active housemate? Ah, uh, that's Prince. Prince. Prince is so competitive. Every other housemate also say Prince is competitive. I mean, this guy tries so much to win tax. HOH games, arena games, all of them is extremely competitive. Makes make sense, makes sense. So, who is the dumbest? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because if, if I say someone, like if I, if I name the person, it's my, it might look like shit. Well, you just have to be honest. Yeah, that's, that's what this place is all about. Give your honest opinion. Hey, what's going on? Okay. Um, don't best, don't best, don't best. Well, everybody have what they are good at, and everybody have ideas they bring to the table. But for me, I feel what Tony is don't best because she does not contribute. Okay. Other than boo, 
bull talk, uh, man, and stops revolving around that. That's just it for her. Okay. She does not contribute other than that. Okay. So for me, I feel what we need to do. Okay. Okay. So having established that, so to the final question, um, who do you think, or should I say, which clique do you think is the best male clique? Which clique do you think is the best female clique? And which clique do you think is the best mixed clique? I mean, clique of friends in the house. Okay. Um, when you say male clique, hmm? it used to be Ozo, Neil, and Eric. But now, Eric has been evicted. And I can't really say if there's more of a clique between Ozo and Neil. Since Eric, since um, Nengi is in the picture now. Yes. But for the f- best female clique, it's definitely V Watuni and Tolani Badge. Okay. V Watuni Tolani Badge. And Tolani Badge. Because even Tolani Badge established the fact um, on V's birthday, which was last week, Wednesday. She said, um, like, herself and V, they know each other from outside the house. Okay. So. Okay. Seeing each other in the house again. It's like a connection. Instantly. Okay. Yes. So So for the missed click. Miss Click. Hmm. I love the friendship between Prince and Dorothy. Okay. Because you know, Prince himself has been involved in Triangle. Dorothy has been in Triangle and they are actually like they've actually been involved in the same triangle. Prince is a triangle between Ozo and Nengi. Dirty is a triangle between Ozo and Nengi. Okay. So, okay. I guess it's some kind of like an alliance, you know. When um, the partner you would have paired with now end up paying with someone else, the other person in the triangle, yeah. then you, the bystanders, tends to form an alliance. Yeah. So, I guess the mixed click is Dirty, Lucy. And Prince, because Prince is actually friend with Lucy. Dora is also friend with Lucy. Okay. And Prince actually knows how to handle Lucy, because when she starts a drama, it is only Prince that can actually talk to her in the house. So I feel the best mixed click is Dorothy, Lucy, and Prince. Oh, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. So I know I said the last question before, but now I'm going to ask you one final question. So, what do you predict is going to make top five? Okay, top five. For me, my top five are Lekon, Erica, Ozo, Nengi, Dirty, and maybe Prince. So, I have six now because okay. I don't know between Prince and Dirty because Prince is actually very competitive. Okay. But definitely, from the most talked about housemates, because they usually do this BBN and analytics. So, from the most talked about housemates, Lekon, Erika, Ozo, Nengi, those ones. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Also, Dorothy and Prince. So, I can't say in no particular order. So, All right. those ones, they're there. Okay. So, you know, I said, I know I said the final question. But then, one <laughs> last question. One last question. Okay. Who is going to win? Who do you think is going to win? Ah. I can only give you a top two for me. Okay, I can't two. tell you somebody that is going to win. Okay. Okay. 
my top two are Leko and Erica in no particular order. So I can't tell you who's going to win between the both of them. It's either Leko or Erica. Or Erica. Okay, so based on the based on the narration for now. Yes. And yes, it is for now. Yes. Well, based on the fan base also, you know, fans vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how maximize your fan base is determines the number of votes you get that might eventually result in your winning the show. Okay, okay. So, online, I know Lekon has huge fan base because, like, everybody's like, oh, this guy is an underdog. Yeah, 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 so yeah. He has huge fan base, so that's them. All right, so I have come to the end of the Q and A session. Ultimately, the end of the show. Thank you, V, for gracing this platform. I really, really appreciate, and thank you for staying with us to the end. I know it's been a long, a long session, but thank you, thank you, thank you. So, is there anything you want to tell? the listeners out there yeah definitely what i'd like to say to everybody listening is as you're watching the show remember it's a game and there's only one winner so if somebody's exhibiting some behavior someone is doing something you feel okay could warrant it from you or a trade mm-hmm. just know at the back of your mind that it's a game and May the best player win. That's just it. So, just don't tie your emotions to the show. It's the game, not the person. I've had countless issues with stands on my seal. They're like, okay, I hate this person. I like this person. And I've, on, like, different occasions, countless times, made them understand that I don't hate anybody. I don't like anybody. I feel the same thing for every housemate. Each and every one of them, I feel the same way because I understand the fact that it's a game and they're all expected to bring in their strategies. Yeah. So I'm saying strategies because if one is not working, you can change. Yeah. Because you cannot just be there. You're not giving us drama. You're not giving us anything interesting. You're not giving us anything to talk about. People need to talk about the show to get other people to be interested, to get other people to watch like you. You said it's because you see it on your WhatsApp, people talking about the show. That's why you got interested. Yes, so yes. People need to talk about the show. They also need to do something interesting to get people to want to talk about it, to get other people to want to watch. Makes, so makes I'm a lot of sense. Anybody that is watching the show, don't tie your emotions to it. And don't bear hatred in your mind for people that don't know you. And you might even never meet them. So you just keep on hating somebody that don't even know you exist. <laughs> really doesn't make sense. Because yeah. I see stands on Twitter, they clash, they start insulting their fathers, their generation, they start cursing themselves. And I'm like, really? Like, seriously, how do you guys curse somebody you don't know? For somebody that don't know you. If they win this money, they will not give you one error. One shingai, one kobo. So if all these ones that you are clashing and you are fighting everybody, they will not give you one error. You are just you are even wasting your money to vote for them. That's just the blunt truth. But fine, you love them and you want to see them in the show. Definitely, you'd vote for your favorites. But don't 
tie your emotions to the fact that you now start causing people that share different opinions from yourself and then you start abusing people it really doesn't make sense so anybody that is watching the show don't just tie your emotions to it understand that it's a game and may the best player wins that's just it for me all right it's the game right. not the right. person thank you very much v as i said i said it all she said it's the game not the player because they are bringing their personalities and ideas to win the game and then not everybody's strategy or personality might conform with you we are all different and these people are just normal human beings like us they are bound to make mistakes so it's the game not the player thank you for having um v on the show on behalf of the listeners i'm saying thank you to you v and stay blessed everybody all right
I get high when my life is low Cause up there it just feels like home Everywhere my around No time to check a ladder No time, you can't kill my vibe You can't kill my vibe me, me Only with the baby be your daddy Daddy Because me I no get time me Baby, don't kill my vibe. 